Hi, and welcome to another episode of Connecting the Dots with me, your host, Cassie Hubert. This podcast is one where I am endeavouring to offer you some encouragement because with life, artistry, family, connection, relationships, beauty, rest, health, all the things that go to make up our lives, it can feel like we are diving off in so many different directions and maybe unsure of the path we're taking. And yet somewhere in that convinced that we are doing what we're meant to be doing. But much like a dot to dot picture, until you zoom out, you can't see the beautiful picture you are creating with your life. Yet, there is beauty. And so my endeavour with these podcasts is to encourage you that wherever you are is okay. And for this particular episode, I want to talk about embracing the stop start. Now, you may have noticed, because if you've been listening to this podcast for a little while, sometimes they're weekly, and then sometimes there's a bit of a gap, and sometimes there's a huge gap, and then I call it a season and start again. And it's not because I don't care about this podcast. I really do, actually. It's something I've been really loving and enjoying. And it's not because I can't stick at anything, even though sometimes that question pops into my mind and I start to doubt myself and think, am I just lazy? Am I just careless? Am I flaky? And I suppose from the outside, you could potentially argue that maybe I am. And yet what I've discovered is that part of this journey of figuring out how to do life in a way that honours my capacity, honours my creativity and my drives, honours the family that I have and the way I want to live with them, and mostly the way I want to move through this world with grace and kindness and compassion to myself and to other people, which is a work in progress. A lot of that has meant undoing and unpicking and unpacking parts of my story, exploring my health, recognising where I place my sense of self-image and what that's tied up with, how to let that go. And then the physical need to rest, which has come on me so much more in the last few years. Um, My youngest was born in January, just before the pandemic, and that has meant that I was in the throes of new babiness and then we hit a pandemic just as he was starting to get big enough that I might have been able to go out and do more things again. I'd barely got to that initial postpartum season and then we were locked down and then in that time we had to navigate small children climbing the walls. My husband was still working but that was different and difficult and tricky. Also being miles away from family not having that support and then moving and We have done a lot of moving and we've had a lot to process in our lives. And so I've recognised how exhausted I am. And every so often I get a burst and a drive and I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do a load of this. And sometimes I can live up to that. But very often I can only live up to part of that. Or I just have to recognise that once again, I've tried to birth the baby too early because this project, this idea, this passion, while is there... I don't currently have the capacity or the means physically to back it up. And I've been really exploring rest. Like I talked about hibernating and spotting patterns. I am having to learn this whole process of going, I need a lot more rest than I thought I did. More things tire me out and much quicker than they used to. Okay, how do I work with this? And that can be frustrating because it means that sometimes I feel like I've got into a flow of something and then it stop, start, stop, start, stop, start again. 
But the other thing I am learning in this process, which is what I want to encourage you about, is maybe you're also in a season where it feels like you can never quite get off the ground or you start to and then something outside of your control. It's not just about you. It's about maybe family commitments or somebody gets sick or maybe somebody gets very sick, like with cancer or something big like that. Or maybe someone in your family loses a job, having to rethink how you navigate that. And so the times spent on other things fall by the wayside. Or maybe you, like me, are just exhausted. And maybe your body is exhausted. And despite your desire and your hunger to do beautiful things all the time, you just can't. And it can feel very lonely and very frustrating. And it can feel very shaming. But what I'm discovering is that the deeper work, and I've got a poem called That Deep Work on my website. If you want to read it, I will put a link in the notes. That poem expresses the fact that from the outside, what is going on on the inside is invisible or barely visible. And rather than recognizing that all the work that's nuanced and subtle and many layered, that takes energy as well. That takes physical energy because your brain and body need to be fed sufficiently to process it, but it takes emotional energy and understanding that you might have a brilliant idea and then not be able to execute it. It doesn't mean you never will. And learning how to rest is actually one of the kindest things I am learning for myself at the moment. And it's so tricky because it feels like I've never rested enough. And yet I've done way more resting and not doing loads than I have ever done in my life over the last few years. I've always done a lot more. And in this particular season over these last few years with moving and everything else, it's taking into account all the context. Actually, it feels like I've done very little and my family's done very little, but actually nobody's deeply unhappy. Just sometimes my impatience is quite high. And so like with these podcasts where I make them and I make them in a batch and then I put them out and I think and I'll come back and I'll get regularly into that and then just life happens and it's not practical. Or when I was going to, like right now it's been raining as I've been recording these and so my kids are in the house and they can be quite noisy. So it's the stop start of how do I physically record a podcast without too many whoops and shouts and screams and door bangings that happen in the background because they do because I'm recording in a family home. Sometimes what that means is I get a burst and I put them out and they're all scheduled and I'm really excited and then I just don't actually get the chance to do any more for a while. And I could beat myself up for this. And sometimes I worry that it means that anybody who's interested in what I've got to say will get bored and walk off. And you know what? If that's you, you are free. I'll miss you, but you're free to go. And it's like, you're allowed to go. If this isn't for you because it's not working, nothing I can do can hold you. But I also can't do what I can't do. So I've been trying to embrace the stop, start nature of life in certain seasons. And I'm not going to pretend for a second that it's easy because it's not. It can be so frustrating. But what I have found is that when I have given myself grace and permission to just be where I am at, I find a lot more joy when I get the opportunity to do those things that I want. I also feel like my body has been to some degree in burnout and it takes a lot longer than you think to recover from that or it's taking me a lot longer than I expected to recover from that. And so when you're making a piece of work and all the advice 
and all the wisdom about starting a business. It's all about consistency. I wonder if we can reframe that, not because that's wrong, because it does make sense. It's absolutely true. If your people know when you're going to show up and they know you'll always show up on a Tuesday, well, then they they feel confident. Even if you don't show up every other day of the week, they know you show up on a Tuesday. That's great. But maybe there is a way to be consistent with the stop start. Maybe what you do is bursts. Maybe you start to look at those patterns and go, I can do seven podcasts and then there will be nothing for a few weeks. And then maybe there'll be another seven and then there'll be nothing for a few weeks. And maybe people start to realize that actually you show up in these patterns. Or maybe it's just admitting like I have to you today that these podcasts are going to be to some degree stop start. Not because I don't have loads of ideas, not because I don't care, but because I am limited in my ability to do them. And maybe for you, you also have projects you really want to get going on or you intended to be done with already, or maybe you had great plans. Rather than beating yourself up, there is a whole load of trust that needs to be put into place. And that's the scary part. I think it's trusting that the people who your message is for will want to keep listening, even when it's sporadic. The people you care most about in your life will want you to be present, even if your presence means literally just being in the room, but nothing more. The people who love you in your life, even if they'd like you to be present in the room when you can't, if they really care about you, will be glad to have you when you can show up. It doesn't mean they're not allowed to be disappointed. Maybe you have a lot of family members and you're just not able to go to any big family gatherings for a while. That might be disappointing and they're allowed to have their disappointed feelings, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing anything wrong. And it also doesn't mean that they don't learn to accept where you are and delight in it when you can show up. Maybe you learn not to be disappointed because you can't do what you hoped you could do but be delighted when you can show up. Because I think embracing stop-start gives us permission to not be robots, not be machines who you just program and they run until they are told not to run anymore. Or until, like, I guess if it's a printer or something, they run out of ink. But we are not like that. We are human beings. And there is always so much context going on for us. How hungry we are, how much sleep we've had, what our children need whether the weather's good or bad, how many times we get a headache, maybe our menstrual cycle, maybe just the fact that at one point we were going to do X, Y, Z and then we have had to spend that money on something else and so now we can't use that money for this thing and we're going to have to wait longer. I remember it took me so long to learn to drive, not necessarily because it took so long to learn to drive, although it did a bit, but it was like whenever I had the money, I didn't have the time available to commit to it. And when I had the time, which for quite a while was a lot more often, I did not have the money. And so it wasn't a desire, a lack of desire to learn to drive. It took me ages to get around to doing that. And I wanted to learn at 17, but it wasn't practical. I didn't have the money. I didn't have the time. And my parents didn't have the money to give me at the time to do that. So I had to wait until the two things came together at a point when then I was able to. And then I learned to drive. And now I've been driving for like 11 years. And so it's it's not you know, it it sort of doesn't matter anymore. And I think sometimes just trusting the process that we're allowed to stop start, sometimes things don't line up. And maybe that project we wanted to start last year isn't going to happen for another three. Doesn't mean it never will. Doesn't mean when we finally do it, it will be any less valuable or wonderful. And even if that ends up being stop start, it's all a reminder that we're not machines. We are precious. We are valuable. We are loved and lovable. And regardless of how well we can do something 
we are still worth having on this planet. And so some of the things that have been helping me is self-talk, learning to say to myself, nope, it's okay. Some of it is tuning into my body and giving myself permission to rest way more than feels acceptable. And then asking myself why it doesn't feel acceptable that I should rest when I'm tired and eat when I'm hungry anyway, which is a whole other set of thoughts and questions for another time. But that's something I've been exploring like with body and body image and weight and hunger and going, well, maybe my body's in recovery and it needs a whole lot more to satisfy that hunger until I come out the other side and maybe I don't need so much. Trusting that I can't always do the things I'd said I was going to do. And rather than beating myself up for being flaky, maybe spotting those patterns a little quicker, maybe not projecting such big aspirations quite so soon, but start small, make my expectations slightly smaller and more manageable. And if they're still too big, making them smaller again and more manageable again. But also trusting that if what I have to say or do or be present for or contribute is worth any of that, then it's still worth it when I do bring it, even if it's not as consistent as I would have liked. If I only release a podcast in six weekly bursts and then don't do anything for six weeks and then have another six weeks on again, if it's serving you, you'll want to listen. If it's not, you won't. And that's all right. There is a kind of liberation in not living up to other people's expectations, which is tricky when we're not sure how many of those are our own, how many are somebody else's, and how many just need a bit of unpacking. But in doing this deeper work of exploring my story, my history, my needs, my sense of self, I am uncovering quite a lot of things that I have always believed were my thoughts. And yet when I really dig in and dig down, I'm starting to find that they aren't actually what I truly believe. And giving myself permission to figure out what I actually think and what matters on a deeper level and living into that and living in truth with that. And so if you are finding yourself in a really irritating stop-start season where you wish you could be more consistent or you just wish you could get on top of something or find a regular rhythm and that rhythm is evading you, maybe see it as a season of bursts. Maybe take those bursts where they work with information to help you do that next time and catch the wave and maybe see those bursts when they don't work as being too big for you right now. And that's okay. It doesn't mean you're failing. It doesn't mean you don't care. It just means that right now, you need to be more sporadic. So if this podcast has helped you at all, then I'm really glad. Please share it with a friend, someone who maybe would value my rambling thoughts and the way they go, or maybe just these ideas that would enable somebody else, you know, to just feel encouraged that they are not alone in this wobbly wonky journey of being true to your deepest most creative most connected self and i wish you a wonderful week filled with joy connection and trust in the process that despite appearances those dots of your life they are not placed at random god bless